You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back, folks. Mountain West Wire podcast officially week one the college football season we already have three games in the books but we have a full slate this weekend as always you know who's here i'm jeremy moss matt kennerly out there in california you ready you finally ready for a full weekend of 12 games let's do this it's a lot it's um i'll watch more than 12 well we'll see but i'm excited there's a lot of good games this weekend well maybe we'll pump the brakes on that but half the slate is pretty good well even some of the fcs games have a little bit of intrigue we'll get to all of them rest assured but you know, there's something I think to look forward to for every fan base this weekend. It's week one. You have to for well, yeah. Every people already played, but yes, this is the season is here. We don't have just a couple games throughout the weekend. We have Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, Labor Day weekend, the long weekend of games. You got Monday night football. You got Alabama, Florida State for some non-conference action. If you're not when you're not watching, say Nevada, Northwestern, or we got Hawaii late night playing Western yes. Carolina, midnight Eastern on the app. You can view it on the mainland, folks. Yes. Finally. So before we get going, we have some okay. breaking news here. We're going to discuss um, eSports. e-sports. <laughs> Just real quick, Boise State has now joined a list of major universities to approve a varsity eSports program. So... For those who don't know, which I don't really know, I know a little bit about it. Here's, the, do you want to guess? I bet you can name this offhand. Do you know the five games are going to uh, offer I, as part I of? I saw the headline a, a few minutes ago. The ones are, or five games. The I ones I remember off the top of my head are League of Legends, which I know nothing about. Yes. Um, Rocket Same. League, which is easy to yeah. learn, difficult to master, and super fun. Um, <laughs> Exactly, that's a great way Overwatch, to describe it. Which I am totally all about, and then I forget the other two. Hearthstone, okay. or Hearthstone? Overrated, but that's sure. And Heroes, Heroes which of I the know Storm. Nothing about. I know Rocket League. Cause I got it recently. I've I'm attempting Overwatch. Still much a novice, so don't try to find me to play me online. But I'm getting there. But. There you go. Why not? If you can get money to go to school to play video games, why not? Right? And one thing I did notice, a fun, oh, not fun tweet, but an interesting tweet. Some college, I think he's like Eastern Iowa, basically calling people a bunch of wussies because there's eSports is now. He he made it. He doesn't know what he's talking about because he says they dropped wrestling for, for eSports. Var, well, technically you have that varsity code name with it. It's not really a title nine sport or a varsity sport as in adding like Boise State's probably probably going to add baseball it's not like that it's just a scholarship it is a sport but activity similar to I would assume if you're like on the choir or drama like you you're part of the play, team that perform the group that performs plays or you or the marching band or something like that that's more attuned to what esports is compared to a 
Yeah, ath- I mean, more athletic sports. I was a little bit lukewarm at first when it was starting to emerge, but I've kind of come around on it a little bit. Like when we were in Vegas last month for um, for our USA Today conference, getting this site set up. You know, the the very next day was a three day fighting tournament that's been around for well over a decade. And, you know, that's just one kind of arena. You have all these different kinds of games now, which, you know, is a sport in the sense that they require a different kind of skill set. It's, you know, I consider it a little more like chess or, you know, something that's a little more mentally driven or reaction driven than a lot of other games. So it's not a sport in the traditional sense where it relies a lot of physicality. So like golf, you're telling me this is like golf. It's better than golf. It's way better than golf. Let's not, <laughs> let's not go there. Oh, well, you said I limited the like, activity part. I'm like, yeah, golf's sort of a sport. You're outside. Yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting news. It's um, So maybe we'll have the we'll have the eSports beat eventually. Yeah, if, if You know what? If you were a Boise State fan or if you were a Boise State person who happens to be a part of their eSports team eventually – definitely contact us at MWC wire on Twitter. Definitely. Yeah, give us a shout out, man. We'll chat, chat you up. And one thing that would note, which is pretty cool on this, it's more, it's a, well, NC, like it says here in the ESPN article, the NCAA does not have oversight. Um, however, the like organizations are exploring how competitive gaming impacts NCAA, which means because people who play video games, like my little kid, he, He's too little to do this, but he'll watch YouTube. He'll watch if people know who Dan TDM is. He watches all those videos all the time. People playing games and people have Twitch accounts. You can get money. You can do this. Is still in play if you're a esports uh, at well what attendee? What do you want to call it? Gamer? I don't know. But you can still make money doing this. So it's more like if you're a like what who was it? Jeremy Bloom did for the Buffalo. So you got money for skiing on the Olympics, but yeah, played college exactly. football for Colorado. You could still make money, which is uh, what you want to see, right? Exactly. Should we get to the football game, I guess, here? Football games, plural. All right, now let's move on to Saturday's game. We have to wake up early Saturday. This game is getting a lot of pub because it's Wyoming at Iowa, Big Ten Network. That's uh, 12 Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, so 6 Hawaii. So get your breakfast food ready for this one. Iowa's favored by 11.5 points. I'm not sure what to make of this matchup because I'm not extremely high in Wyoming at the moment. I wasn't either, but as, as weeks have gone by and I've had time to think about my, my predictions for the season, which, you know, for anybody who's wondering, no, I haven't changed them at all because I don't do that. I'm starting to wonder whether I'm underrating Wyoming a little bit again. I don't know if I'm underrating them as much as I did last year. But, I mean, they're going up against an Iowa team that doesn't really inspire any kind of fear. You know what I mean? Like, they have to replace their quarterback, C.J. Beathard, and they've got a sophomore coming in, Nathan Stanley, who's, you know, from my understanding, pretty good. But, you know, they also have to replace their top playmaker last year in George Kittle with another sophomore, Noah Fant. And I'm just not seeing, you know where this Iowa team is going to score a lot of points against the defense that I'm starting to, uh, that, you know, if I'm underestimating anything, I feel like I was underestimating them in the off season because I feel like this Wyoming defense is going to surprise a lot of people this year. Hey, we're on the same page. I was doing a Q and A's and stuff for some Iowa folks earlier today. And 
I'm while I know Wyoming's defense wasn't great last year, a lot of yards given up on the ground, a lot of points. They bring, they were young. Like two years ago, they were very young. Last year, they were still young. They had Logan Wilson, freshman of the year last year for the conference. Andrew Wingard, defensive preseason player of the year. Carl Granderson's back there. They can make plays. They, yes, they give up too many points. 69 to UNLV. Um, what, 30-something to San Diego State one of the times. Not very good. A lot of points in New Mexico. And that was it, 50-something points in New Mexico. So I think they'll get that better. But I, I said, I honestly think this. I think the defense will be better than the offense than for Wyoming this year. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, if the defense is going to have to focus on one thing in this game, you know, I'm not expecting Iowa to blow anybody with the, blow anybody away with the passing game. But they're going to get a challenge from this running game because they got, you know, their lead runner coming back, Akram Wadley, had over 1,000 yards last year, and he averaged over six yards a carry. And, you know, the guy behind him, Torin Young, he's, yeah, he's only a freshman, but he's very highly regarded, and he's kind of a big bruising guy at 5'11 and 220. You're forgetting somebody. James Butler. I, okay, making sure. I know that happened a while back, but they got Butler, 1,000-yard rusher last year from Nevada. Interestingly, though, he's not listed on the two deep. I thought he was. I thought I looked at it earlier today. Uh, unless he's I'm not? looking at the wrong kind of depth chart. If I am, then disregard. I would say this on collegepressbox.com, which I use, password protected, so you can't just go there. And the Mountain West section, the depth charts were not accurate on certain teams. I was doing research earlier today. So there's a potential you're looking at the wrong one or that they listed incorrectly. Anyway. You know, okay, so 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 even with Butler, they're going to get a challenge from a from a running game that's probably going to be pretty stacked. And the Wyoming rushing attack is weird because – do you recall, I looked this earlier, so I know, I want you to guess. Do you know what the average yards per rushing play given up when Wyoming took on New Mexico? Do you know what that number is at all? Oh, last year I know it was a lot. 12 yards per rushing attempt. That's a lot. However, yes, it's a lot. That's ridiculously a lot, 12.35. However, when they played Air Force, they only gave up 3.8 yards per rushing attempt. Hmm. It was all over the board. Like they held San Diego State to respectable four and a half the second time, but then when they played BYU, had Jamal Williams six yards per play, but then two yards or three yards. Like Colorado State only gave up or only gained three yards per play, three point three. So there's potential to see what this rushing defense can do because they have stopped good attacks. But I would compare this attack to San Diego State with the depth and strength they have for Iowa. And looking around, what Iowa wants to Iowa wants to do, they're looking at certain things where they want to put in maybe two, at least two, maybe even three running backs on the field at one time. Interesting. We know Kirk Ferentz isn't the most unique offensive guy, even though he did try to bring the jet sweep a couple years ago. But this offense isn't going to be anything fancy for yes, Iowa. Yes, that would be correct. And I. Do you think this 11.5 point spread is too much for uh, Iowa? I mean, I think it's probably just right because on the flip side, you know, I think the biggest question for Wyoming coming into this game is that we know they want to be balanced. They don't want to put everything on Josh Allen's shoulders. But this Iowa front seven is stacked, especially at linebacker, where they've got multi-year starters at, I believe, all three positions. 
and you know and a guy in the middle and some you know Josie Jewell who's probably going to be all over the field so you know my biggest question is you know they don't have a Brian Hill this year but they do have three guys I think who in limited action have shown a lot of promise but they're going to need you know Milo Hall, Nico Evans, and Kellen Overstreet to contribute probably in the same kind of way that we saw Colorado State run their committee last week you're not going to see a guy getting 20 carries per game this year I don't think but you're going to need to find you know someone who can maybe give you a hot hand for a time or at a minimum help you average right around five yards carry if you want to beat this defense i'm just i'm skeptical because they the like you said they played well in what they played in those guys and the carries but it wasn't very much as looking through the sa cj johnson he was their fourth leading receiver last year they lose tanner gentry who's on the verge of making the bears they lose um Mulhard or tight end. They've lost a lot of guys. I don't know who Josh Allen's going to throw the ball to. Yeah, all the hype in the world, big arm, huge everything, NFL draft, number one pick, potentially first rounder next year. I just don't know who's, who's he going to get the ball to. And then secondly, with all these newer receivers, is there going to be a repeat of fourth quarter Nebraska last year where Wyoming was down seven points going into the final frame? He coughs up the ball three to four times, fumbles, tries to do too much, and Nebraska ended up winning like by what fifty-two to twenty-one, I think. Something just a ridiculously ridiculous blowout. Is that Josh Allen going to appear again, like he did not just Nebraska versus BYU versus San Diego State, Eastern Michigan, trying to make plays but can't get it done? Yeah, I mean, I think that's definitely worth looking out for, and I think if I'm a Wyoming fan or even as just a, as a, as an observer. I want Austin Conway to have a big game because now he's the guy that's listed atop the depth chart opposite C.J. Johnson. And I think we both have a pretty good feeling about C.J. Johnson, but, you know, Conway is still kind of a relative mystery who's had a few moments last year. But this is going to be a big role for him to be able to step up into the starting lineup and contribute. So, you know, if he can be the guy catching 40-yard bombs from... Allen down the field that would be a huge asset for this team you know they don't have a big guy this year like Jake Mallhart in their you know in their two deep at least listed but you know if they can get a burner down the field just the same you know that could make a huge difference all right so I I think we I think we're both leaning that this will not be a a 12 point Iowa victory who are you taking in this game I've said all along that I like Wyoming so I have Wyoming winning a pretty close one. I think it'll probably be a little bit lower scoring than a lot of people expect. I have it right around 28-24. You do know the last time Craig Bull was in Iowa City, you know what happened? He won. North Dakota State Bison beat the Hawkeyes. What about you? What do you guess? I- I'm conflicted because I like the defense to be better, but then looking deeper, they weren't really all that great last year. I just don't trust his offense one one bit. I'm gonna I picked Iowa to win this game. It'll be very close. I just want I need to be a believer of Wyoming because their offense lost everybody. Good Chase Roulier is gonna be a starting center for the Redskins. He's gone. Brian Hill's gonna have significant time with the Falcons. He's gone. Like I said before, Gentry's in the NFL. Gonna be an undrafted guy to make the Bears roster. Those are possibly the three most important positions outside of quarterback, center, running back, wide receiver. It'll be close. I just I'm not, 
Josh Allen's got to do it all if he's going to win this game. Not because of how great Iowa Iowa is, but just because who do they have an offense? I don't know who to trust. And so I'm pick, I'm going 24-21 Iowa to win, but I'm not going to be oh overly shocked or surprised if Wyoming does get the upsets. I just don't think they'll get it done. I've, I've been conflicted about this game all season, all offseason. Well, I guess we'll find out. And so that's uh, my pick. I pick Wyoming to unfortunately lose. Sorry, guys.